One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to a slob comes clean the podcast. I am Dana K White. I share my deslobification process, my personal deslobification process. And I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Um, thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 340. I am calling it my state of the home report summer 22. Uh, just so you know, I'm feeling rusty. This is my second time to start and I am not restarting again after this. Please, please, please. But I'm feeling rusty because it's been several months since I did this, uh, talked into a microphone for a while, all by myself, just chattering with the world. Anyway, um, but I wanted to share a state of the home report. I'm pretty sure I've done one of these in the past. If I was more professional, I would have gone back and actually checked how many times I'd done this. Um, but I think it's appropriate to share after summer because I've kind of stepped away for a while. Thanks to those of y'all who've let me know that you miss me. I appreciate that very much. But I've stepped away from the focus of talking about this all the time, sort of, kind of, although I've actually been recording my whole year's worth of YouTube videos over the past summer. So it's not like I haven't been talking about it, but anyway, but I think it's important in those times where I'm a little bit less focused, summer is out of the routine, out of the routine times that's when my house used to go into complete and total chaos that I felt like I had to dig my way out of, like excavate my way out of. It was so bad because I would be, I was always feeling like I was barely hanging on when things were in a routine. And then something would happen. Things would be out of the routine, you know? So that out of the routine time, they, they happen. I, I mean, like, as much as I want things, or I think, I actually don't want, but I think, oh, well, I wish things would just be the same every day so I could totally predict and totally plan and blah, blah, blah. That's not life. That's not life. Like it, I might have a short period of time where days look the same for a while, but then things are going to change. I mean, that's just how it is. Anyway, so I feel like it's appropriate to talk about, you know, what is the state of my home? Because out of the routine times are where I really, truly experience the changes that have happened in my home over the past 13 years of writing about this stuff. I actually thought this was my 10 year anniversary of podcasting. Turns out it's my nine year. So we'll celebrate big time next year, if I remember. Um, But in those 13 years of really focusing on making real changes in my home by establishing routines that actually work for me, even when the normal routine is out the window by getting so, I mean, truckloads of stuff out of my house by decluttering, understanding what it takes to keep it from getting out of control. It's, it's important for me to look back and go, okay, say, okay, how did this work over the course of the outer routine summer? Like that's a great example of have I really made changes or not? Spoiler alert. I have made big changes. Like, I think this summer was one where 
I was able to go, okay, okay, wow, I am truly experiencing the benefits of the work that I have been doing on my home, of the mindset changes that I've made, of the actual real change in my home. You know, because a lot of people like me are worried that it's not actually possible for us. Okay. It may not be possible to have the perfect house, but it is possible for us to make real true changes that actually work for us. Okay. So that's what I'm going to be talking about that I have been talking about for the past few minutes, but take your house back is on sale. We are leaving it open ongoing, but we will run occasional sales and this is one of those occasional sales. So jump in on that. If you have thought about doing Take Your House Back, this is a great time to do that. Go to takeyourhouseback.com. That is a course where Cass from Clutterbug on YouTube and she also has a podcast and Dawn from Minimal Mom on YouTube. She also has a podcast uh, that the three of us together created this course to take you through truly taking your house back. Okay. Talking about decluttering and all that kind of stuff. All right. And then I just wanted to tell y'all something fun. And that is that I got my silver play button from YouTube. So I hit a hundred and a hundred, I hit a hundred thousand subscribers over the summer and they really do like YouTube really does send you a silver play button. Isn't that cool? So it's anyway, my, I'm totally bragging. I'm just saying it anyway, but I will tell you that teenagers are full on impressed by the silver play button. Now my parents, hi mom and dad, if you're listening, I don't think you do, but if just in case you do, my parents are like, oh yeah, we know what that means. And I'm like, I don't think you really know what it means compared to all these teenagers and young adults who are like, oh, I've never seen one of those in real life. And they're so excited for me. So it's been kind of fun because teenagers and young adults, meaning like 20 year olds and stuff like that, if y'all are listening, that's awesome. But the ones in my life don't really pay any attention to the stuff that I do online. So it's been really fun to, um, you know, and like my kids are like showing it off to their friends and it's been a lot of fun. So anyway, I just wanted to let y'all know that. Okay. So summer, whoo. Yeah. I have that in my notes. Summer colon. Whew. Summer is uh, bananas. It was made extra bananas by the fact that I recorded all my YouTube videos for the year there. Reed will be, um, Reed is my son who edits my YouTube videos. So that's why I did that. He will be leaving. He's actually doing submissions work for the course over the course of the next year before he goes to college. So he is not going to be able to do video editing while he's doing that, or we don't want to count on him being able to do video editing. I'm pretty sure he would not be able to. Anyway, so we got all that done. So we won't have to worry about that next year, but that has been crazy to have to do that. Mostly because, you know, I could be and many times have been in my pajamas as I talk to y'all on my podcast, but you got to like fix your hair and wear makeup to do YouTube. And that is not something I like doing in the summer. But anyway, but what about my house for the summer? Well, this is our first summer in our new home. New to us. It's not a new home. It was built in like the seventies. But anyway, that has been really fun. Okay. Like, I mean, like, I remember when I uh, worked in Thailand for a couple of years right after college and being told, you know, how culture shock goes and everything. And they made a big deal about the first year of doing something like the first year is the hardest and you can't fully, truly start to adjust until after the first year because 
as long as you are in that course of a year, things are going to come up that you've never experienced in this environment before, right? And so here we are in our first year. This was our first summer. How that applies to, by the way, how that applies to decluttering. Um, I don't save things for a year, but I do look back over the course of the year and I say, did I use this in the last year? Because over the course of a year, you hit all of the holidays, all of the family events, most of the basic things, you know, so it kind of gives me a frame of, okay, this is not something that actually, you know, gets used over the course of a normal year, which is a segment of time that shows me all the basics of, you know, how things are going to go. Not that years are not different, but you know what I mean, right? Okay. So this was our first summer in our new home. You know, the biggest thing, and, and I guess this is a brag, but I'm, I'm willing to brag about it because it's such a big deal for me. I basically got to live out what I always wanted my house to be. So before I started my dislopification process, okay, so basically my whole life, you know, especially, so if you're new here, I hit my rock bottom when my kids were little and I was a stay at home mom. And I had been telling myself my whole life that, oh, I'm messy, but it's just because this, 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 this busy work, blah, 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 all these reasons. And I always assumed that once I was a stay at home mom, (laughs) well, what else was I going to have to do? And my house would be great, right? Like it just totally, literally, you could not have told me, I was going to say it didn't cross my mind, but you couldn't have told me that my house was not going to be perfectly fine. Once I stayed home with kids, like, like, it just didn't make any sense which is one of the reasons why, because I hear that from people sometimes like, well, (laughs) you know, if I, if I had this situation, well, then my house would be great. And I'm always like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, just wait till you're in that situation. And then we'll see, then we'll talk. It's one of those like, bless your heart, Texas things. Okay. Bless your heart does not actually mean bless your heart. It means, okay. All right. You need to stop talking or other type things like that. All right. Um, so, I was living out what I had imagined of, you know, having kids, having my own home, all that kind of stuff way back 20 something years ago, what I assumed things were going to be like, that I was going to host us, that I was going to be the place where on the spur of the moment, if somebody needed some place to do something that I would be able to offer my space. And then I stayed home, realized things got so much worse and realized oh, there's something like legit wrong with me. This is my natural state is not a house that's under control. Like my my natural state is a house that's completely bunkers and out of control. And so then I've been through this process. I've worked on all that. And then here we moved into this house that is really great for hosting. I, I mean, it is really great, you know, and here we are coming off of, which I know COVID is still a thing. I get that, you know, but you know, like we're, we're getting into this time where people are ready to do things in person. My kids are old enough that, um, I mean, they're 16, 18, 20 at this point, and they like to have people over and host things. And we have a perfect place to do that now, which we've never had before. You know, I mean, we had a home, a totally normal home. This is not a normal home. You know, we're out in the country. We have a pool. Some of y'all know that that has been my dream for my whole life was to have a pool. We were not looking for a house with a pool, but it happened to have a pool. I hadn't mentioned that because I have these weird feelings because during COVID, 
I experienced intense jealousy. Like I am not really a jealous person. I'm generally like, I can think through it, but like that was one of my, I guess, mental health struggles during COVID was I would see people who had all this outdoor space and pools where they could like live it up just while they were stuck at home. And I was so jealous. I haven't mentioned it because I just don't want anybody to feel that way. You know what I mean? Anyway, it's not a fancy pool. It's an old pool, but I love it so much. Oh my word. Anyway, but so we have a pool, we have an outdoor area. We have, it is like my kids a little less here toward the end of the summer as everybody's back into their activities and getting ready for school and everything. But like, especially June and July, I mean, my kids had to schedule with each other. Okay. I'm going to have friends over this night. You're going to have friends over this night. You're going to have friends over, you know? So, I mean, it was like party central, you know, not parties. Like some people think of parties, but Dana kind of parties where everybody's being nice and good anyway. But that's, that was always my dream. Right. And so here we have this. And sometimes I have these thoughts of, I don't think we were ready to have had this. Obviously we got it when we got it and whatever you've got is the situation that you're in. But I'm like, I think back and I think if I was as clueless about how to keep my house under control, if I had the excess of stuff that I used to have, which meant that if I was ever going to have someone over, I had to have two weeks to be ready because I would shove everything that was just scattered all over the house because there was no actual place for it, no actual space for it. I would shove all that stuff in the master bedroom so I could lock that door and then clean for the next week before I could have someone over. I'm like, if I was still living that way, we could not have enjoyed this situation that we're in. It was a, in my face, Dana, things are different. Things are different. Okay. Some things were planned. Some things were last minute. Can I have people over tonight? Yeah. Okay. Let me go make sure things are picked up, you know, or y'all will help pick up. Sorry. Not like I do it all myself anyway, but it was just a great example of, wow, things have changed. Okay. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said, one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style, gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you 
you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat. And you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash clean. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. How have things changed? Well, my house is significantly easier to keep under control because we just don't have anywhere near the amount of stuff that we used to have. And what we have has a place. That doesn't mean it's always in its place, but it has a place. There's a real place for things, which is something that I used to think wasn't possible, but it wasn't possible because I had more things than I had places in my house. I had more stuff than could possibly fit in my house. And so there wasn't a way for everything to have a place. And so I was always like, okay, this everything in its place thing. It was, it's still annoying to me as a phrase because I know people try to oversimplify things using that phrase, but it is true. Like if, if, if I only have in my house, what has an actual place, a space to be, then it's easy for me to keep it under control or pick it up and have it be under control really quickly. So I'm saying, so That's the hugest thing is the lack of clutter. Not that there's never any clutter, but you know what I mean? Okay. Having routines, not that the kitchen always looked great, but we were never down to all of our dishes being dirty, except for when our dishwasher broke or I thought it broke, which is a long story that I'll tell another time. And I kept thinking, oh, if I just do this one thing, it'll start working. If I just do this one thing and I was putting off hand washing because I kept thinking I'm going to find the trick that's going to make it work. And we got completely behind. And that was the first time in years that we've gotten down to every single dish being dirty. And yet it still wasn't that bad because we only have like maybe 12 plates, you know? I mean, so it it still wasn't that bad. Where before I had literally seven, probably, I know I just said literally, so I should know an actual number, probably seven full sets of dishes, meaning 10 to 12 plates. You know what I mean? So it used to be that when I would let it go, it was just this unbelievably overwhelming day or several days consuming thing to get it back under control. But because we run the dishwasher consistently on a routine, the 
house never gets that bad. So even like, hey, can I have people over tonight? And it's 20 minutes away from people coming over, we can get the house fine. That's a huge change. Also, my mindset is different. You know, I I think in those moments where I was thinking of all the things I wished for, thinking of how I wished I could have people over all the time, the vision that I would have in my head as I wished that I could be a hostess place type of house, the vision I had in my head was always so perfect and amazing that it made it even harder for me to ever do that because what I actually saw in my space was so completely different than what I saw in my head as this vision of something because I wasn't doing all that often. I didn't have a realistic perspective on, you know, hostessing that that disconnect, that huge gap between my reality and what was in my head was too big. And it made it more daunting and made me less likely to actually put something on the schedule and go through the work to get it done. Okay. But the more that I've gotten rid of stuff and had routines in my house, the more I can have people in my home. And this is over the last 13 years. This is not just this year. Okay. I've been in this house, but like the more that I got rid of stuff, had routines, I could have people over. The more I had people over, the more I realized, you know, it's never going to be perfect, no matter how much I want it to be perfect. And nobody at least the nice people don't care if it's perfect. People just want a place to hang out. They just want a place to be, especially teenagers. Okay. They just need a place to be where they don't have to spend money (laughs) and somebody feeds them. So it's like those two things and I'm putting my arms, my hands up to show you this distance. There was this distance between my reality and what I thought I needed to achieve. And that distance was so huge. It was daunting, but the more my reality got better, the more I actually hosted and the more I realized that it doesn't have to be as perfect as I had in my brain. And so then those two two things get into the same spot. They get closer more quickly, the more that I actually host. It's changed my perspective on what my house needs to be for people to come over. I can get my house under control. I can have it put together so much more quickly, you know, 20 minutes instead of two weeks. But also, I'm not getting it to the point that I thought I was trying to get it to when I used to do the two weeks. I'm like, you know what? If I have 20 minutes notice, it's fine for it to not be perfect. Okay. These kids just want to come over to the house. Okay. The house is not perfect, you know, and that's fine. But also not perfect is hugely better than what my everyday was like back when, you know. Oh my word, y'all, here's a big thing. Most of the time, well, actually, I I don't think any time ever on purpose, it's not this way. When we have people over in our new house, I leave the master bedroom door open. I gave a pause so some of y'all could scream and gasp. Because if you've been around on this podcast for a while, you know what a big deal that is, right? Like a big deal, like a crazy, insanely big deal. Yeah. And house tours, you know, I had um, a friend come over, <laughs> I guess it was in May. So it was the last day of school. And I was like, okay, 
I'm going to invite people over to swim on the last day of school because I always wish people would invite us over to swim on the last day of school. Anyway, I'm inviting some people over to swim on the last day of school. And so somebody came over and she hadn't been to the house yet because just, of course, we moved in November. So that's a long time. But anyway, for whatever reason, she hadn't been here yet. And so I took her on a tour and she was just, and she's paid attention to the blog for a long time. And I don't know that she actually reads it or listens to the podcast, but she's, anyway, she's been around for a long time, been a friend of mine for a long time and knows my issues. And she's just like, I can't believe you're taking me into your closet. I'm not taking her into my closet because my closet is amazing. My closet is messy for sure. Real messy. But I'm also like, you know what? I'm a person with a messy closet and I can justify a messy closet. I mean, it's not as bad as it used to be, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, well, but I'm proud of my closet. Like the closet is really cool. And you want to see the house and seeing the house, partly that's seeing the closet and seeing the bidet. Like I always want to show people my bidet. Well, that's in my master bathroom. Well, I used to never even let people in the master bedroom. And so it's just weird to me that I'm like, I am willing to give people a tour of my house that's crazy. And she, she was like, she was like, I never saw the master bedroom or bathroom in your old house. And I was like, I know I I just, I, it was just, I mean, it had gotten so much better, but it still was just the place where I automatically made sure that door was closed. And just like, it was, but now I'm like, oh, well, if our master bedroom door is open, it's fine. It's fine. The wallpaper's crazy, but I'm like, eh, I'll get to that eventually in the next 15 years, probably. Anyway, so that that's a big deal. So another thing that I thought was interesting, well, that led to an interesting conversation is uh, one of my college friends mentioned that she was going to be in Texas. And I was like, oh, I said, are you coming through Dallas? And she was like, yeah, we are, but we actually, and we'd like to stay, but we don't know where we're going to stay. And they had an RV. And I was like, she goes, we usually, you know, stay in, I don't know, some of these places where you don't, it's not an actual RV park anyway. And I said, um, we don't have like RV hookups, but you know, we live in the country now and we've got a part of our big driveway that has shade on it. And I was like, why don't you stay at our house? Y'all, that's a big deal for me. I mean, obviously we couldn't have done that before when we lived in a regular neighborhood, but I was just like, why don't, why don't you bring your RV and come to our house and you can hang out here. And it was like the next day and they were at our house for the weekend. Now it ended up being too hot, even in the shade. So they did the second night. They, they couldn't get their RV cooled down enough with um, their generator. So they ended up moving the thing, but they, but you know, they stayed like Friday night, all day, Saturday. I mean, like we, hung out and I had, you know, and I invited our other, so this was a college roommate that we lived in an apartment together with another roommate who lives in Dallas. And so she and her husband came down and we had like big everything. Like I, I fed him taco salad, y'all. And that's one of my favorite things to feed a crowd. You know I mean? Like on absolutely no notice that is such a big deal to me. But then this leads me to another story. That's not really about my summer report, but it was like one of those, Oh, okay. Now I get it. So she is the friend, the one who came through in her RV with her kids. She is the friend who I talk about it in how to manage your home without losing your mind. My first book, when I talk about clutter threshold. Okay. And I talk about visiting a college friend's, you know, home, her parents' home and 
how they, it was the coolest house. I mean, like that was what I wanted my house to look like. Not because it was huge and fancy, but because they had cool stuff. They had super eclectic, uh, kind of reminds me of what Chili's used to look like, you know, where it would be like what some people would call junk, but I think is really cool, you know, little stuff, lots of cool stuff, antiques, interesting things to look at. And they had it all so interestingly arranged in their house. And so I talk about it in that book as my clutter threshold, realizing, you know, I remember going to that house and thinking, this is what I want my house to look like. There is so much cool stuff here and it just looks awesome. And then living my life, not that I hadn't already been collecting cool stuff my entire life, but living my life thinking, well, that's what my house is going to look like. That's what I want it to look like. So gathering cool stuff, but then realizing oh, I can't handle that. Like it doesn't, it doesn't look the same. When I gather all this stuff, it ends up in piles or I try to put stuff up on a shelf and somehow it just doesn't look cool when I do it. It looks super junky. And I, and it was one of those, it's one of those major mindset shifts for me to realize, oh, okay. Just because I really like the way it looks in someone else's house doesn't necessarily mean I can handle it. My clutter threshold is the amount of stuff that I personally can keep under control easily. It's the reason why me and my friend can go to the flea market, buy the exact same things, bring them home. Hers looks like a magazine. Mine looks like a thrift store. You know I mean? Like that, that's a little example I always give. But anyway, so I mentioned it to her and she knows what I do, but I don't think she read the book. And I just said, I said, Hey, you know, in my first book, I, I give an example of your parent. I talk about your parents' house and how it was just so cool to me. I just thought it was the coolest, coolest house. And she said, oh, yeah, she said, but you know, she said, my mom was constantly arranging and rearranging things. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So like I, I was telling her, I said, you know, it just, I just like, there's something I can picture. And I think it had a globe and maybe some kind of scientific thing. I know her dad was a doctor, but like some kind of scientific piece that looked old and antique you know, and I remember it being on a shelf and just being like, that looks so cool. And so I'm telling her that, you know, this was my example for clutter threshold. And she was like, yeah, she said, my mom was constantly moving stuff, shifting stuff, putting stuff, you know, arranging all that kind of stuff. She was constantly, constantly messing with that stuff. And it was just such a moment of me realizing, yeah, that's, that's what it is. I want to put something somewhere 
and then be able to walk away and never think about it again. And it always stays looking good. And that's not reality. And the reason I want that is that I put it there. I think, oh, that looks so good. And then in my mind, oh, I've got it greatly, beautifully decorated. Do to do, go throughout my life. Someone shows up at my house and I'm like, looking and glancing over there thinking, oh, they're going to think that looks cool. And when I glance over there, I realize that in the last month since I set it up, it no longer looks like the way that I used to. And I would get resentful at stuff because I'm like, I put it to where it looked cool and it just doesn't, how does, how dare it not stay that way? You know? And I mean, it doesn't stay that way because other things get set there, but because, because things get bumped or whatever, but just to kind of hear it from the other perspective of, it is a constant maintenance to make sure that it looks that way. I'm like, oh, oh. So it's not just that, oh, I have this negative thing of somehow it always messes up and doesn't look right for me. They have something that they're actively doing. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's easier for me to have less stuff and then it will actually stay longer looking the way that it's supposed to look because I, I just don't see it, you know? And anyway, so it's just one of those things. Don't see it getting a little bit off and then a little bit off and a little bit off. I only see it when it looks amazing. And then when it looks horrible, I don't see the in-between. So it just was interesting and kind of enlightening to me to hear that. So, okay. As far as the overall state of the home since our move last November. So, uh, I am recording this in August. Okay, so in three months exactly from when I'm recording this, we moved into this house. So we have been here 12 minus three, which is nine. Okay, yeah, see, I knew math. Um, But what's the overall state of the home? Well, I probably, like I'm not the person who, like her mom, goes and shifts and rearranges and makes sure everything looks amazing all the time. I'm also not the person who's like, oh, I just can't sleep until I have every single thing put away in my house from the move. Yeah, I've slept perfectly fine. Not really. I have a hard time sleeping, but not because of that. But like, it does not, that's not my, that's not the thing that drives me. Okay. And so most everything is put away and put up and in its spot, but we still had a garage that had a lot of random junk in it that was like, oh, okay, well, we've unpacked all these specific things. And then here's the stuff that got thrown into boxes at the last minute. Oh, my goodness. And then it was stuck in our garage. And so my husband and I decided, which I I really was like, I don't know that we can do this over the summer because y'all it has been hot in Texas this summer, like ridiculously hot. Um, But we just decided that we really wanted to be able to park at least my car in the garage maybe, I mean, it is a two car garage and I'm like, can the suburban fit in there? I don't know. But, uh, we wanted to park at least mine. And so we're like, let's just go out there. Well, even just the rearranging opened up a ton of space, but we decided, even though it is so tempting in that kind of a situation where it is unbearably hot, we decided, okay, we're going to go out as early in the morning as we can on the days that we were able to do this. And we're going to turn on fans that blow straight on each of us. You know, we went and bought fans for that. So we're going to have fans on us and we are going to go out there and work for as long as we can handle it. 
And as long as we're doing the take it there now, which I had to remind him that that's a thing, you know, I said, as long as we do the take it there now, we'll only make progress because the temptation is to say, I can't, it's too hot. It's horrible out here. I'm going to carry this stack or pile or box of stuff into the house and then deal with it in there, which is totally fine if that's what you have to do. But even though it felt like that would be the logical thing to do, we said, no, we're going to go ahead and follow the strategies that we know work that never put us in a situation where we have, you know, brought stuff, some box of randomness into the living room and then we get called away or distracted or have to stop or whatever. And now the living room looks horrible. It's like, no, we want to maintain the progress that we've made inside the house and bringing in boxes full of junk is going to defeat that, right? And so it's like, it's better to work out in the garage in these very non-ideal circumstances for as long as we can, but doing the take it there now. What does that do? Well, it means that we just made the garage better. Did we finish the garage? No, but I can park in there now. There's plenty of room on all sides of my car. I mean, we've gotten rid of a ton of stuff. It will be a YouTube video at some point anyway, but who knows when things are going to come out over the course of the year, but, but you'll be able to see, but I mean, like it has made such a huge difference. Our garage is no longer an embarrassment. Yes, there's still stuff to be dealt with, but we made so much progress in the garage and we didn't make the house any worse, even though we weren't able to work for long periods of time because it was just too hot out there. So we would work in the garage little by little. Um, the take it there now, especially now that we have two levels in our house, and sometimes the thing that we need to take there now is upstairs. The take it there now often, if y'all don't know what take it there now is, it's hard to imagine someone listening to this as their first podcast, but hey, welcome if you are. Uh, the take it there now is that's how we are able to declutter without making a bigger mess. Like that is my number one strategy is taking it there now. This is the thing that if, if I will, instead of making piles, instead of putting things in a box of things to put away later that I want to keep, it means that I only make progress and I never end up like getting called away and then being like, wait, what were all these piles? wait, what is this box of stuff that I had? Now I have to go back through it, figure out what I was going to do with it, which defeats the purpose. It helps me make progress and only progress. So taking it there now is the strategy. Well, half of that strategy is that when I am saying I'm going to take it there now, it doesn't mean I'm excited to take it there now. It doesn't mean I think that's just the greatest dandiest thing I've ever heard. Instead, it's like, okay, I got to take it there now because I know that this is how we're going to make progress and only progress. And our goal here is progress. We are not under the delusion that we can push through and finish this all in one day because it's just going to get hotter and hotter and hotter. Okay. But saying, okay, well then I have to take it there now. So many times, especially since this is stuff that has been in the garage since we moved here in November, so many times it's like, well, I don't want to take it there now. I don't care enough about having this thing to take it there now. I'd rather stick it in the donate box. And that is the beauty of take it there now. It makes me make an actual decision. If I am sticking it in a box of stuff that I'm going to put away later, I am not forced to actually find a place for it, 
make space for it in that place if I get there and there's no space. And it doesn't reveal that, wait, what? I don't actually need this. And so many times with stuff like this, I don't actually need it. And just the, okay, well, then I have to take it there. I'm not willing to do that. I don't care enough about this thing and it can go away. Okay. And everything just leaving my house means I never have to touch it, think about it, deal with it, manage it again. Okay. So that right there is how we made such huge progress in our garage, even though we were in totally non-ideal circumstances because the Texas heat, oh my word, it was really bad this summer. Okay. It allowed us to work little by little. As long as you're doing the take it there now and you're not, you're committed to not making a bigger mess, then little by little actually works. Little by little when little by little means spending five minutes of making piles. And then you go back and you're like, yeah, this space isn't any better. Let me make piles again. Five more minutes of making piles. Oh, well now I have even more piles or I spent this whole five minutes going back through the stuff that I made piles of the last time. That kind of little by little, when you're doing the traditional organizing decluttering method of making piles and and boxes and things like that to do later, that doesn't work. The take it there now totally works if you're doing things little by little. Okay. It was a little bit to a little bit of a a challenge to remind my husband who knows there's a YouTube video from May of last year where uh, I helped him, you know, work in his office and go through a cabinet, worked through the decluttering process, which if you don't watch YouTube, but you know, you have other people in your house that you're trying to lead them through the five-step decluttering process that I have in my books. That's a good video to watch. Like a lot of people have said, that's very helpful in, you know, seeing me lead him through that. But you know, even though he knows that, even though he's been married to me for a long time, he's heard me talk for a long time. He knows how we do things. I had to remind him again. I said, Hey, can we really try to, to do this? Because the natural tendency is to make the piles is to feel like that's more efficient. And I said, let's just try it. Well, after the first day of doing things that way, grumbling through it, it was like, Oh wow, we made a huge impact and we can walk away and know that the space is only better. It's not, you know, halfway done, whatever. I mean, it's not all the way done, but it's better, you know, like full on better instead of things just shifted and moved around. And so after that first day, he was fully on board, like all the way on board for, yes, this is an annoying way to do it, but this is the way that actually works. And it works the best in these unideal, non-ideal situations. All right. So that's my report for the summer. I did want to give some update on projects. You know, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but but I was really looking forward to getting some projects done in my house, um, some painting and um, nah, I didn't do anything. No, I did. I did remove most of the wallpaper from the little half bath that has the brown toilet, but that's all I did. Like it just never happened. Um, that's life. Oh, well. All right. So that's kind of our state of the home how things are. Um, I will share in the future how my garden is going. I know some of y'all care about that. We'll see. (laughs) Um, But uh, just wanted to catch up with y'all. And I hope you had a wonderful summer, whether it was totally normal routine for you or completely out of the routine, or if you're somewhere where it's not summer, it's winter for you. I don't know. But I just wanted to share how things were going and give you the encouragement that all the work you do, all the things that you are doing, all the decluttering that you're doing, all the understanding, all the wrapping your brain around the power of doing the dishes, all that kind of stuff. It's so worth it. Like 
it's so worth it. Don't forget, go sign up and uh, join takeyourhouseback.com. Uh, the course, if you'd like to jump in on that, we will be having an all day declutter, I think on September 10th. I don't think those are the greatest for my people. Um, I think some people absolutely love it. Other people are like, whoo, too overwhelming, which is totally fine. Like you don't have to, to do those. You can watch the videos whenever you feel like it later. Um, okay. All right. I will talk to y'all later.